Oh. Coffee's already. I, I have nothing to do but sit here and wonder why the cat's. See what she's doing? Look at her. She's just sitting there. She wants to sit behind me. Because apparently I'm a blanket. I do not be like being reduced to a blanket. Three, two, one. And now I got so awkward. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Thursday, July 15th, 2021. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Is the instinct to blow on a hot beverage taught or just something we learn? Do we, do we figure that out on our own? I don't know. Because I've definitely seen people teach their kids to blow on hot cocoa when they're young. Is that where we get that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, we are again. How was your Wednesday? Hope you had a good Wednesday. A solid Wednesday. A wonderful, productive Wednesday. I had a pretty good day. The flexibility training program is it's not done but the next step is videos the book part is there the next draft is done it's been reviewed by like half a dozen people i think close to a dozen people have been involved in this book so far which i'm super pumped about and when i went through all the feedback again yesterday i realized that there were some grammar things that needed to be improved. There were some typos, stuff that I missed on my edits. There were a few small cl clarity issues, but nobody's arguing the concepts. People will argue it when it comes out, but man, I, I think we got something good here. We got that. I'm just, I'm excited. And as soon as I can finish up the videos, we start the next program, which will be in the right time, which is actually a strength training program for martial artists, like going to the gym, using a barbell kind of a thing. Because the program I'm working on is coming to an end, and what better timing to make one than develop one that I'm going to work through myself. What else happened yesterday? I had acupuncture. That was nice. Went to the gym. Did a bunch of work at Panera. The grass got cut. That was cool. Pretty straightforward day. Did a bunch of work. Did the books. I actually had a quieter day, and I was able to go a little bit deeper on the books and reconcile some accounts that I hadn't been keeping up with, which, which is always a good thing. I don't know about you, Managing finances stresses me out. Because I don't I don't like looking at it. I don't like looking all the places the money goes. I don't like looking at any of that. But that's something you gotta do. And I think you could make a correlation there between that and some aspect of martial arts training that you don't like. Part of training do I not like? Let's pretend I didn't like working self-defense techniques, which I do. But let's say I didn't. I avoid it, I put it off, 
I try to cram for maybe a, a rank testing. But then there's a time when something goes sideways. And it would have been better off doing that. I've known people who don't manage their finances well and they pay a huge amount of money in overdraft charges and everything every month. Not because they didn't have enough money, but because they just don't have it in the right place. I think it's worth the time. Don't you? Hey, why are you being weird? Look at her. She's just sitting there being weird. Staring at the back of the couch. Making these grunty noises. Oh. oh, what was that movie I watched last night? There's a movie on Amazon Prime. I don't know if that's on here. I want to look it up. Because it was starring Liam Neeson. And I think it might have been an Amazon exclusive. I'm not sure. But it was good. And I was pleasantly surprised at how good it was. Uh, hold on. Let's go to IMDb. Because I don't know about you, but like when I, when I look at Amazon Prime, most of the movies I see are older. And yeah, they've had some decent stuff on exclusives, but most of it's, excuse me, series. And I'm already, I've already got two series going. I can't handle another one. IMDb, Liam Neeson. What was this movie? 137 acting credits. Man, that guy's intense. And he's got like four that come out this year. Honest Thief. It was on Amazon Prime. If you like Liam Neeson, it's not outside of what he would typically do, but the plot is a little bit different from what you would expect, and I really enjoyed it. So, check it out. So many things in here that he did that I didn't even realize. Anyway, let's put that aside before I get distracted into this, this rabbit hole of Liam Neeson movies. It's Thursday. There's an episode out. Is it out yet? Let's find out. We're logging in. We're checking the videos. Ah, this one should be interesting. There's a video version here on YouTube. So we're gonna turn off this one. Oh, I gotta go back. There we go. Edit. And we set it to unlisted. Oh, you know, I can't believe I'm forgetting this part. This is kind of a big deal. Um, no, I don't, I don't want that. There we go. Unlisted. Uh, so some sparring gear came in yesterday. And I inspected it. And it's all good. It came out great. It's in the warehouse. It's in inventory. It's available on the website. We even put up a post about it and then advertised it. So if you have been waiting for sparring gear... You know somebody has. Jump in there. Grab some. Okay. Uh, 
head, hands, and feet. And there are a bunch of other random colors of random sizes. If you, depending on, let's see. As an adult, you're probably good if you want black or light blue, Barracuda is the name of that color. Black is called stealth. Um, might be able to make white work, which is, what is white? I forget what the name for white is. And then for kids, we've got plenty of dark blue, which is Arctic. There's some random purple, which is Storm. We have no red. There is not one bit of red gear other than Shin Guards and Forearm Guards in the place. So the hope is we can get this moving enough that I can cash flow the next order. So help me out, please. Buy some gear. Buy some gear. It's been a year and a half since we ordered gear. It was time. All right. Well, I'm going to keep going. There's nobody watching live today, which is weird. I don't remember the last time that happened. Well, you settled down. Good. Oh. I am all over the place this morning. Today's episode, Why Most Martial Arts School Marketing Sucks. Where is that? There it is. Why Most Martial Arts School Marketing Sucks. Yeah. Andrew and I talk about it. Um... We talk about not only what schools are doing wrong, but also what a lot of these agencies that are advertising to our industry on Facebook are doing wrong. And why in many cases, it's gonna be a waste of money. So check out that episode. It's kind of a, a behind the scenes on the industry. If you're a school owner, you definitely should listen to it. If you're not a school owner, but you're interested in marketing, or you're interested in what's going on in the industry, you should listen. Or if you just like hearing sounds of Andrew's voice or mine. All right, what'd you give me to talk about? And remember, kids, if you have something you'd like me to talk about, drop it in the comment section once the show is over. Or, of course, if you would listen to this in audio form, because, yes, it is available as a podcast, you could email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. Anybody can do that. If you, if you have a comment that you don't want to leave publicly, if there's a question or something, you can email me and just say, please don't share my name. And I won't. I had a, I had a funny exchange yesterday. Um... There was a, a copy of Marshall Journal magazine that got returned, and I found, you know, I, I didn't have an email address for the person, and I found the school and found the person and, and friended them on Facebook, and they accepted, and I said, hey, uh, Marshall Journal print got returned, you know, but I tracked you down. What's your address? So I can send it back. Person, I, I don't know. I have no idea who you are and what you're talking about. And I was like, well, Whistlekick, Marshall Journal, MarshallJournal.com, debut issue. And he's like, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, okay. So I'm going to guess that 
one of your students or somebody you know wanted you to have this, um, they probably listen to martial arts radio or follow us on social media or read a martial journal or something. But I'm getting the sense that you don't want to engage. You know, no worries about that. And at each point, you know, it, I wasn't trying to sell this person anything. But that's what they were locked into. That was their assumption, was that I was trying to sell them something. And they were being standoffish. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put in the time and the money to send you something that is limited edition for free. And uh, sorry, you missed out. So we've got a couple extra issues, just in case one got damaged or something. This one will go in there, and at some point we'll probably raffle them off and donate to charity or auction them for something. I don't know. We'll do something with them. On this day in 1922, Nobel Prize winning physicist Leon M. Letterman was born. These are great questions, quotes, that very much lend themselves well to martial arts discussion. So let's dig in. Those who do not stop asking silly questions become scientists. Philosophically, there seem to be two approaches to questions in, in martial arts schools. Don't ask them ever and go ahead and ask them. I feel sorry for the students that train at the schools that are not permitted to ask questions. Is there a time and a place when questions are inappropriate? Yes. Is there a time to say, you know what? Don't worry about that right now. Let's just train. Of course. If you're teaching kids, is there a time to say, you know what? I already answered that question. You should have been paying attention. But I find that a lot of martial arts instructors don't like questions because they don't know the answers, because they didn't ask the questions, because their martial arts upbringing was narrow. Well, why do we do this strange combination of movements in this form when the application would suggest that this, this, and this is much more effective? That's just the way it is. That's not a good answer. That's not an answer that inspires confidence in anything else that you say. Throughout life, we get, we're, we're confronted with questions and we don't have the answers to all of them. And you have two approaches to that. If someone asks you a question, you don't know the information, you can dodge it, or I guess you could lie about it. Or you could say, I don't know, and then you find out. Because then everybody learns. And considering it's a martial arts education, if somebody punches a hole in your knowledge, you shouldn't be upset. Maybe you're gonna be embarrassed, that, that's natural. But there's nothing wrong with that. I've presented seminars and had people ask questions that I didn't know the answer to, it's okay. I'm not in front of them pre presenting myself or being presented as someone who knows everything. That's an exhausting standard to maintain. I am every bit as fallible as anybody else. More so than so. I love when people ask questions. 
I love when people ask questions I don't know the answers to. Because it's an opportunity to learn. We are just, maybe today we get to announce free training day, the date. There, there is a date. It has not been set in stone. So I am apprehensive to promote it. But the moment there is paperwork signed, I am going to tell everybody about it. Free training day is awesome because there, I've seen it. I've seen sessions happen where somebody asks a question, the presenter doesn't know the answer, but another person in the session knows the answer. We lift each other up. We make each other better. Next. Science should have no less lofty a goal. My ambition is to live to see all of physics reduced to a formula so elegant and simple that it will fit easily on the front of a t-shirt. Mm. I don't think that exists. Just as I don't think there's a simple formula explaining how to defend yourself. See, now I'm thinking, I'm thinking of equations and that is a whole different part of my brain and I'm trying to shift it back. I don't think the universe could ever be described in something that simple unless No, I just, I don't see it happening. I think there's instinct for that. Man. We want things to be simple, don't we? We want to know, okay, if somebody attacks you in this way, what do I do? Depends. It all depends. We have this instinct as, as human beings to be reductionist because it's easier to handle things. If somebody wants to have a conversation with me about martial arts, we can have that conversation. We can take it in any one of a number of directions. We can tackle a whole bunch of different aspects of martial arts in a bunch of different ways. But what do a lot of people want to do? That's not martial arts. That's not martial arts. That's the best martial arts style. This is the best martial artist. Very reductionist. Because there's an instinct in our brain to tackle things in simpler ways. I don't like those simpler ways because it leaves a, it leaves a lot out. I'm trying to think of a good non-nerdy example. I don't have one. So I'll give you the nerdy example. When you talk about digital music, digital audio, the smaller the file size, the less stuff at the edges, <clears throat> edges you get. If you've ever seen audio represented as a wave, right? The top, the bottom, You've got highs and lows, right? 
whether it's volume or frequency, however, you're, whatever you're representing. As you make those file sizes smaller, you're clipping off bits on the edges. Same is true with anything else. The more you simplify something, the more of the nuance, the outlier, you lose. There's, this was some of the argument in the early days for analog photography versus digital photography. Because at the time, even the best digital cameras couldn't quite capture the same things that analog could. Someone, some purists would say that you still can't. Um, if you want to chart it out algorithmically, it can't. I don't know any professionals not using digital now, though. Ah, next. Theorists tend to peak at an early age. The creative juices tend to gush very early and start dying up past the age of 15 or so, it seems. They need to know just enough. When they're young, they haven't accumulated the intellectual baggage. Oh, this is a deep quote to unpack. Um, Frank, these are great. I can't, I can't do that one right now. Let's go on. Number four. During an intense period of lab work, the outside world vanishes and the obsession is total. Sleep is when you can curl up on the accelerator floor for an hour. Ah, does that not sound like a really good training session? Forget the part about curling up on the lab floor, on the accelerator floor. During an intense period of lab work, work the outside world vanishes and the obsession is total. I talked about free training day. If you've been, it's exactly what that environment is. Last year we had 80 people in a room, all gung-ho training, like just full on. It's pretty sweet. This year I think we'll have 100. Singularly focused on training. I love being part of that environment or any other similar environment. I love training. I love collaborative training. I love classes. I love competition. I love it all. Uh, I updated the job posting page at whistlekick.com yesterday for a salesperson. We're looking for a salesperson. We're looking for writers. We're looking for, what's the other person? Someone to be in charge of apparel. I'm looking for somebody to be in charge of brand ambassadors. I could use someone to kind of be a middle person on social media. Because we've got people making content. I could use somebody to help with that, help oversee that. Basically, if you want to help, if you like what we do and you want to help, please reach out. Please help me. <laughs> please help us. <laughs> There's so much work to do. Nobody told me how much work it would be trying to change the world. More coffee. But Jeremy, how did you change the world? I drank so much coffee that everyone got out of my way and just let me do stuff. Ooh, there's a strategy.
catching whiffs of skunk coming in from outside. And for those of you that might think it's not the animal, it's not what I'm smelling. I'm smelling the animal. You know the difference. I'm not saying it couldn't be, but I don't think it is. I've never seen a skunk on my property. I've seen bear and moose and deer and turkey and raccoons and woodchucks and chipmunks. What else could be around? I've never seen a possum. I've never seen a skunk. I've never seen a fisher. A fox. I've heard coyotes. That's a morning dove. For the longest time I thought those were owls. I thought that was an owl hooing. And then I saw a dove doing it. I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Uh, this is a joke. It's a quote, but it's a joke, and it's funny, and I like it. Um, all right. I just gave you, like, 47 things to think about and do. Thank you. Thanks for all your support. Oh, we're losing the cat. She's going over there again. Okay. I hope you have a great day. I hope you will spend at least a couple minutes contemplating something important to you, whether it's martial arts related or not. I hope you'll throw some techniques. I hope you'll do a form. I think I hope you'll punch or kick something. Hopefully not somewhat, unless it's, you know, you're supposed to. I'm going to plow through some work. It's going to be hot today, hot and muggy. So I'm going to try and get through some work and get out of here and go to the co-working space where the air conditioning abounds. Here we go. I'm so old, I can remember when the Dead Sea was only sick. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for watching, everybody. I will catch you tomorrow, Friday, Friday episode. Drop me some comments. Feel free to throw a joke or two in, you know? Frank's not the only one who can be funny. I, I know some of you others out there can be funny, and I know Frank well enough to know that he does not mind sharing. So, thank you. Take care. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.